0: Hello, everybody. My name is Eli Hollingsworth, as always, and welcome back to Against the Current uh, colon a open quotations the chosen close quotations podcast. Um, this has been a while. I know you've all grown up and moved on with your lives, but um, uh, we're back here after I don't know how many weeks, but it's been it's been a few. It's been a while. Uh, that's just because I've had a it's shortage of, of content to put out. Ever since I finished going through all of the existing episodes of The Chosen and reviewing them and talking about them, um, seasons one and two, so 16 episodes. So we had, uh, had 17 episodes because um, there was The Shepherd, too, the short film that started it all. And um, so ever since then, I've had I kind of had a shortage of content. I haven't seen it, blah, 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 blah. I've had some ideas of what I've wanted to do, but none of those have really worked out thus far. Um, so, when we get live streams like this, it's a good opportunity to, you know, kind of come back, reconnect, and, um, uh, hold on, see if you guys still like this kind of content. But anyway, yes, we got a live stream tonight. Uh, sorry, just fiddling with some settings over here. Uh, but yeah, we did get a live stream tonight, and if you're listening on Spotify, no, you cannot see me right now, um, because for this episode, I don't know, you know, stuff happens. Uh, wasn't able to work out tonight, but, uh, anyway, yeah, so we had a live stream tonight discussing some dates on season three, as well as unveiling some new merch, which I don't know if it's still in the store. Um, but, uh, the stir up the water t-shirt, which I'm, I'm surprised now I think about it, it hasn't gotten any merch, tartan gifts, paid gifts sooner uh but it is here now so that is pretty cool to stir up the water like jackets we got pullover hoodies and t-shirts and 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 all this stuff like it's it's just like you know, and they're already sold out like <laughs> oh my goodness like uh, yeah i'm looking at the store now we got um yeah they're all sold out yeah well not all of them we have the hoodie is still over you know the raglan as it's called don't know what that is never seen one never owned one uh, I did get the t-shirt though so that's in case you were wondering but anyway um yeah so we had a live stream first of all I do have some notes here guys I'm getting better at note-taking so that's a pretty cool thing uh so the whole team is in this one room with Dallas and Amanda uh though like are not all of them because some of them are sick with COVID and stuff but uh most of the team the social media team Slash, like, project managing team, you could say, is there. uh, The jacket and t-shirt and tie-dye and stuff, which is pretty cool, the stir-up-the-water stuff. um, Very cool stuff. I, I liked it, so I-, I bought it. My wallet was not happy, but I was happy to see some new merch in the store. Um, Yeah. the. <sighs> I've been spending a lot of money on The Chosen lately. Not too happy about it, but... Also, kind of happy about it because it um gives me k- pristine k- content like what the chosen usually gives me. So uh, we also got some talk with the uh, Amanda Dallas's wife. In case you didn't know, which if you didn't know, then who are you? Depart from me. I do not know you. Um, I'm just kidding. Well, if you know, if you don't know who who Amanda is, she's dallas's wife obviously like i mean i don't know why i should even be explaining this to some of you guys because like i mean come on if you've if you've been listening to the podcast thus far then you obviously love the chosen and you obviously love dallas and amanda um so i don't know why he, okay anyway um so he reads a letter from a flight attendant about a guy who just was handed out money so this guy came from beverly hills and he was wearing a chosen hoodie and he's just like here's a hundred dollars and here's a hundred dollars and everyone gets a whole a lot of money and I was just like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, God wants you to give. That's great. Um, but, wow, like, that's a lot of money. Just handing out $100 bills, all those Benjamins. Like, wow, that's that's a lot. Okay, sure, fine. Um, so this year is the year of the unreached. Dallas fakes this out. He says, oh, I'm going um, uh, to give you some season three. No, wait, we got to talk about the year of the unreached, which is, you know, it's important. It's the mission of the chosen. And, yes, I'm going to go through. I know we all just watched the live stream. Of course we did. Uh, maybe you haven't though. Who knows? Uh, and that'd be great. But, uh, most of us have probably watched the live stream already. And yes, I'm going to be recapping the events that you just watched and talking about them. Um, and sharing my thoughts on them because that's mostly why you guys are here to hear my thoughts on things about the chosen. That's kind of, you know, the main purpose of this unofficial chosen podcast, which I, 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 just, it, it's my deepest desire to have it be an official chosen podcast, but it's, it's uh, a long shot maybe. Um, but Actually, so I'm not the original Chosen podcast to be in existence uh, because I know that there's – I think before me even in like – I want to say like 2019 or 2017, I think there was actually another podcast about The Chosen. It was – I saw it on Apple Podcast. Before I was making the podcast, I was looking at – like to see – I looked up The Chosen on Apple Podcast to see if there was – any other chosen podcast? I think there was another one, and I was like, Oh, well, whatever. And it hadn't had any content since 2017, but it did exist, and now I can't find it. But, um, it I, I did see it originally, so if it's not there anymore, then yes, technically, I think I'm the original podcast to be dedicated, uh, just to the chosen. But other than that, I think you have the chosen fan podcast, um which, you know, uh, hasn't gotten any content lately, which I'm skeptical about. I wish they would come out with more content. I think you have a few other ones, too, popping up. Um, Kind of a trend lately, you could say. Um, Because there's a lot of, you know, independent podcast systems, platforms, where anyone can release anything that they want. So uh, he talks about the year of the unreached, which is uh, the theme for 2022. We're going to reach the unreached uh, plunge into the depths of humanity. <laughs> that was pretty deep. Um, and, um, you know, explore new people, get to new generations, Gen Z, which I personally think is a, um, bit of a dead zone when it comes to the chosen. You have adults who are just like, you know, they've experienced life. They're like, Oh my goodness, the chosen. Yeah. I cried my eyes out every episode, every adult that I talked to, they're just like, Oh my goodness. I cried. I cried so much and I cried so hard. It was so emotional for me. And I'm like, yes. Okay. That's great. Um, I do get kind of emotional too sometimes, but uh, then you have little children who oh my my child's my my children not childs that's not right uh, my children love to dance to the trouble theme song oh my goodness they love it they love Jesus uh, blah blah yeah um, and I'm just like well I wish I was a little kid to experience this show when I was little but um, like I missed the the what was it Paw Patrol yeah I missed the Paw Patrol days too like I I didn't even get that. I watched Handy Manny and Little Einsteins and uh, – what else did I watch? I don't know. Elmo, which I heard is bad now, but whatever. Um, we have – like, I mean, I was like, oh, I want to watch this when I was little. But the teenagers, I feel like, are kind of a dead zone, or at least all of my friends. Like, I'm just kind of – I just kind of bug them with The Chosen. I'm just like, hey, watch The Chosen. Watch The Chosen. You guys should watch The Chosen. One of my friends who's a PK, pastor's kid, in case you didn't know, which – because – Anyway, um, he's a pastor kid. He's like, oh, yeah, our family doesn't really, you know, we kind of stay away from it. Uh, we think it's fine. Most of my friends are yeah, it's, it's okay. All the parents are like, oh, my goodness, it's magic. But the kids are just like, yeah, it's Christian, show. nobody. Uh, let's talk about Marvel. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. I'd like to talk about Marvel, but, like, you should be. We don't even talk about the Chosen, too. So um, I, I do bug my friends a lot. And I'm the only one, I'm like, you know, big Chosen fanatic. I study every single uh, pixel of footage in the show. But uh, they don't care for as much. So I feel like that's Gen Z. I think Gen Z, I don't even know. Gen Z is, I think it's referring to the young generation, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, Yeah, uh, like teenagers I feel like are a bit of a dead zone um, when it comes to love of the Chosen like little kids love it adults love it teenagers kind of like meh or at least the ones that I've talked to uh like around you know 14 15 16 years old you got kind of that rebellious teenage angst and uh you know don't do what my parents say i'm independent now uh you know that kind of range that field of of thinking and that just comes naturally you know we can't really help it okay just get off my back mom um so I feel like that kind of affects you know the way that people talk about the chosen, but whatever. It's the year on then reach we're trying to reach more people. It's great. Um, so that's lots of fun. But we have news on season three. We have dates. We the season three will begin filming April 18th or April 25th, which is very specific, and I don't know why. He okay. And by the way, so if you look at my Instagram page at officially against the current, in case you didn't know, which you probably came from that Instagram account. It's probably where you discovered this podcast. Um, But on there I did a post, when was it? It was uh, October 27th, so like four months ago, kind of. Yeah, three, four months ago. Um, And I did a post on my predictions for when The Chosen Season 3 will come out. Uh, And I said that my guess is filming will start in March, which I was a month off. And then I said that the season will probably release in early fall early fall. So uh, yeah, I was a little bit uh early in my attempts, but I was pretty much, you know, on on point kind of in, in my opinion. I'm probably being um uh, uh optimistic, but I was yeah, I was pretty on point, okay? I'm pretty proud of that. I you guys don't know, okay? Um so Fall of twenty two is what Dallas says the goal for release because they want to get all the episodes out before Christmas so people can binge watch. In that period between Christmas and New Year's, which is already crazy to start thinking about that period of time again after we just went through it. Um, or just kinda like, yeah, I remember feeling that this year. Like just in between Christmas and New Year's, nobody really knows what day it is or what kind of you know, what time it is. Time just kind of is like it's like this the, there's no time there. It's just like Oh, we just had Christmas, we're waiting on New Year's and nobody really knows what day or time it is. It's, it's like <laughs> it's like a void of time. Um pretty weird, but it actually is very true and if you think about it. So, uh we got some construction going on for sets. They've been talking about it for months. I don't understand why people aren't caught up on the updates yet. But I feel like I'm condemning people who don't know about The Chosen don't know about stuff like you don't know about this. You're not in our little circle of people who are so nerdy about it and watch every single little detail and try to study the whole thing. Wow, you're dumb. Uh, but that's not really what I'm doing. I, I, I apologize if I sound that way. But I mean, you know, they've been talking about it for a while. It's If you're listening to this podcast, you probably already are kind of in that little circle of people who are just like, oh, yes, The Chosen is most amazing. I want to study everything that they do and um, learn everything about them. But their daily lives, their schedule. What does Dallas do when he wakes up in the morning? I bet he sleeps with pickles in his eyes with that face cream, you know, like in the cartoons and stuff. Um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so construction. Um, the Chosen Season 3 has started. And there's a bit of an overlap. Uh, I wouldn't say overlap. A gap. That's probably a better word. In between Seasons 2 and 3. It's going to be a lot longer probably than it is for future seasons because uh, there's a lot of setup going on right now. And like Dallas said, I think it's a worthy investment. Uh, like they're taking the time right now so it'll be longer before season three comes out. Uh, but they're gonna build these sets so it'll be faster before future seasons come out because we want to be waiting on construction or you know locking down uh, filming sets and that kind of thing. Um, so, uh production on the and a big sound stage which is cool sound stages are like you know and they had smaller sound stages that they secured to work on in seasons one and two like in i don't know quintus's uh lair office type thing that was in a sound stage this is a building where they have where it's soundproofed proofed yeah that's what you said uh soundproofed to where there's no outside noise getting inside so it's controlled perfectly uh, sound wise, so you can do interior stuff uh, or like, you know, green screen stuff, set recreations or, or what did you call it? It was like set a cover set. Yeah. Um, or like I think they did some of that in season one with like when Simon is like, all right, can you believe we're really here for this? Or like uh, Matthew and Abigail and Joshua sitting on the rooftop like that was filmed on a set indoor set. And then they just kind of matched it up with the other stuff. Uh, so I think stuff like that is more what we'll be seeing. Maybe I was thinking this for the sound stage they can do the walking on water. Although Dallas says he likes to shy away from big miracles, which is kind of unfortunate. Uh, it still would be cool to see the walking on water. And I think they could do that in a big sound stage like what they're building. Um, and you know, money is accumulating all the time, so I think that would be really cool to see. Uh, and they can do green screen and blue screen stuff like that on these sound stages as well. Uh, so. We also uh, get—oh, yeah, so it's also going to be, you know, uh, a permanent thing where, like, you know, kids can learn about the Chosen and about the Bible and that kind of thing. Uh, So that's pretty cool uh, that, uh, you know, unfortunately, again, I'm not a kid, so I can't learn about it anymore than I already have. Um, Probably have learned too much about it. Sorry. Just drinking some Gatorade. Helps me power through these late nights. Uh, of recording because i'm recording this right after the live stream finished um so yeah it's gonna be a permanent home and uh, saving a lot of time and money blah 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 blah. yeah um he reads another letter about someone reading their bible for the first time going to church which is great stuff um and then he shows this or he apologizes for talking so much He's like oh yeah sorry this video is gonna have a lot of me talking in it and uh, I know that do people people do get annoyed by uh, Dallas's amount of talking and just kind of his involvement, like putting himself in front of the show. But I think that's just kind of surface level people who are just like, "Oh, Dallas Jenkins, he seems annoying. Bye, bye. Chosen's dumb." Like I'm like, well, if you really get to know him, and not—I mean, I never met him in person or anything, but. Um, you know, through these live streams and stuff, just watching the amount of Dallas that I've watched and probably most of you have watched as well, uh, you really get to know him and he just has like a very distinct personality, um, that I really enjoy. Have a lot of sarcastic friends. So, uh, he's got a very sarcastic, you know, dry sense of humor and personality, um, that I really enjoy. So, um, he's definitely a good guy, you could say. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm saying it. So, and then he shows the season two miracle video where where we get the three miracles that happened during season two production, which we've already kind of heard about. If you've been following The Chosen, I, again, yeah, I I kind of started following The Chosen, so I subscribed to them without really, you know, liking them. Like, just being like, oh, I'm a huge Chosen fan. I'm just like, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, So I subscribed to them. I think before they hit... Five hundred thousand subscribers, actually, so right now they have like a million more subscribers they've gained, and that's crazy to think about they've gained one million subscribers on youtube um since the time that I've been following them, but I subscribed to them uh when they had like they were just about to hit or there was like three hundred thousand they had like yeah, they did not have very many subscribers at all, but i was I subscribed to them. And I was just like, you know, whatever. And then I saw these videos pop up, but I never watched them really that much of, you know, Dallas praying and asking for, you know, uh, the chosen fans to pray so they can get the set so they can actually film because they have a deadline. Uh, So I remember seeing these videos pop up and I actually have gone back and watched them uh, like earlier and, or not earlier, later. (laughs) I time traveled and watched them before I watched them before. Um, So Actually, I watched these, like, recently, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember seeing this, uh, where he was actually asking the fans to pray and stuff, um, asked for the set to be secured so they can film, that kind of thing. Uh, so, um, we kind of heard that story before. You can watch the video if you want. Uh, it's a great story. I mean, The the Chosen is very, you know, you can tell that God has its hand on this project, this very God-led project of media um it's changing a lot of people's lives it's doing a lot of good and it's raking in those dollar bills which is you know <laughs> probably shouldn't say that delete that strict that from the record um uh, i shouldn't say that but you know it, it, it's, it's a very you know big it's all over the world you know it's in china and uh lots of people are enjoying it so it's doing a lot of good in the world so the second miracle is the one shot which this i want an excuse to talk about cinematography real quick Uh, i already talked about that a lot you can go listen to what my season two episode three review if you want to hear more about that or whatever that kind of i almost said that kind of thing but i feel like i've said that a lot this episode but let's talk about cinematographies for a second so i was thinking today uh mostly in the shower about the cinematography of the chosen and how i think that it can be improved now not to say that i'm some super big authority that comes oh no oh, uh chosen's doing this this and this wrong and they can fix this uh to please my needs because i'm the authoritative definitive master of cinematography i feel like that's how i come off sometimes come yeah come off as you know like arrogant or like authoritative like i know better than dallas and the entire chosen crew uh but i mean like i feel like in the film realm you kind of have to be picky with your criticisms and a lot of criticisms can come up that way like you you just i'm just saying what works for me what doesn't work for me my opinions the chosen is a piece of art art is subjective uh so everyone can have their own opinions but in my personal opinion my number one thing now so before i remember i mentioned uh i I talked a lot about this on the chosen christmas special episode you can go listen to that if you haven't already um but I really think The Chosen should switch to anamorphic film because my personal opinion is just I think that it looks better and that I would improve the quality of show. But now something that I've learned about recently is I think that The Chosen should switch not only to filming with an anamorphic, an, an anamorphic, filming with anamorphic lenses, plural, um switching to the anamorphic style of film, but also switch to filming on film. That's right, you heard me. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, well, every movie's filmed on film, you know but no, so most films nowadays are filmed on digital, digital cameras. They just film it, and it's a, a video file with a codec that they offload onto a computer and for editing. Like uh, the process, I'm not gonna describe the process of film to you guys because it's kind of boring. But um, most films these days are filmed on digital cameras and spherical cameras, and that's ch- the chosen is both both filmed on spherical lenses with digital cameras because it's what, you know, people do nowadays, and I think uh, uh, I heard that in 2021, about 90, I think it was either 92 or like 95, maybe even 98, I don't know, um, percent of movies in 2021 were filmed digitally, and only like 8% or like less were filmed on film, and that's, you know, not very many movies came out in 2021, so More and more people are switching to digital because it's just easier. It's easier to move the camera, easier to set up, easier to do all this stuff. But I think that switching to film and switching to – and film. And film as – I I mean as in literally getting like film reels and filming on film. I don't know the, the specifics of what filming on film entails, but I do know what it is and the look and the style of it. And I think it would greatly improve the quality of The Chosen because Dallas always talks about, you know, how he loves Oh, I love film grain. Film grain. People don't like film grain, but I think it makes it look, you know, and and for the specific tone of The Chosen, this isn't just my, like, you know, personal opinion. Oh, I think it looks cool. I think The Chosen should use it. But no, I think it improves and it actually relates directly to the style and the tone of The Chosen, getting these intimate, up-close-and-personal connections with these characters and experiencing life and through, through their eyes, their experiences with Jesus. Filming on film, the qualities that make it different than digital are that there's a lot more film grain, uh, like what Dallas talks about. It's, it's, a lot, it's a little bit more grainy, and the grain is in, is mostly inseparable from the actual footage itself. Like, you can't just go in and, oh, I don't like this grain. It's too grainy here. Let's uh just you know clean some of that up digitally remove some of that grain you can't do that as much with film and you can't manipulate the colors as much so a lot of what you're filming in in the camera is kind of what you're getting as the output there's no there's not much color grading that's able to be done which yes color grading is a thing in the chosen one, and and everything not just the chosen uh where you you know tweak the colors to make them look exactly how you want depending on the mood of the scene blah 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 talked a lot about this before um but there's not as much color manipulation when it comes to filming on film, so you, you you wouldn't be able to tweak the colors as much. But the colors that you're capturing in camera are more vibrant and they're more uh, full and rich colors that you're getting in camera. So you, there's not really as much need to tweak the colors. Uh, you're getting a lot more grain, which Dallas says that he loves. So, and anamorphic just gives it this distinct style, this distinct look um and it's wider you get 30 point you know, most of the time you can probably get more with other you know different types of anamorphic lenses but you get point three three or like a third more of fill they like get more of the screen on either side of it over you know up top and bottom is cut off a little bit you know but it's it's wider it can give it a more uh i don't know gr- wider just grander feel to it as also with the grain being more grounded and gritty and you know up close and personal and intimate uh while also being a little bit more grand in the scale of Jesus's you know ministry so i think that would greatly improve the styling just give it a little bit of extra flair not to say that the chosen doesn't have flair already but just looking at the footage and just like poring over these shots and these episodes over and over again there's not really a distinct like visual style that really stands out in fact, I would argue, and not the cinematography or the editing, but just like the camera that the cameras that they're using, the cameras themselves, what they're capturing, or the way they're capturing what they're capturing, doesn't particularly stand out. And I would say is probably a little bit bland, in my opinion. Um. The the quality of the cameras, just what the cameras or the what how the camera is capturing what is capturing. It just it just. It doesn't stand out at all, really. It just it looks like most of the other stuff you're seeing nowadays. Um, and I think that filming on film and fish to anamorphic lenses would greatly improve the the quality of the cinematography of the show and add a little bit of extra flair and distinctness to the shows. Now, not to say that when, you, like, when I watch a chosen episode, I know that I'm watching a chosen episode because of the camera work and the editing and the style and that thing, but... Just the camera itself was... You know, I think it would be a wise move to upgrade. Now, there are some downsides to filming on film as well. It's a lot longer setup times because, you know, you, you're you filming with film. <laughs> actual film. Um, and it there's not as much movement that you're allowed to do. And the cameras are bigger. They're heavier. They're larger. There's so much, you know... Everything is bigger because you have to contain the film and that kind of thing. But... And I don't again I don't know the specifics of it, it's like set up setting up the cameras and filming it actually. Uh but I do know that it would look great, and that's something that I really like to see in the chosen. Who knows if it's ever gonna happen? Who knows who from the chosen listens to this podcast? You never know, guys, but uh you probably do know that nobody does. But um Uh I think that it would definitely be a worthy investment. And it is yeah, it is a lot of hard work, especially anamorphic. Um like with anamorphic 2. Anamorphic and film is is such a pain. It is such a pain to film and to edit and to do it properly and make it look good. But if you do the, all the hard work then the result is I think really great. I think if you look at if you're if you want some reference to what filming on film and anamorphic looks like, you can look at uh, I think at the Amazing Spider-Man 2. You can look at and watch that movie. Yes, it's a Marvel movie, I know, it's crazy, right? Um, but in my opinion, that is the best-looking, visually-looking, one of the best visually uh, best movies visually that I've seen probably in my life. It, it just has a distinct visual style and flair to it that that just really stands out. You remember, the visuals are amazing. The movie itself, the story is all over the place, has a lot of stuff going on that doesn't really get resolved at all, but the visuals of it are just amazing and i think that that would work really re- well blah, 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 blah. i think that would work really well in the chosen's uh format and the style and the tone and the vibe that they're going for but anyway um you know we get the you know we get the you guys watch the video you watch the live stream too you know what happens in the video the miracle scene it was a nice you know emotional video touching uh really interesting stories but you guys know what happened we all know what happened so anyway uh chris chris durbin i think is his name uh or well, I think it's his name. I know it's his name. Uh, he asked Dallas some frequently some FAQ. I almost said S. I don't know why I said that. Uh, but yes, Dallas. Some frequently asked questions um, from Facebook or something like that. Um, which I've been meaning to get on Facebook. If you're like, why well, he's on Instagram and not Facebook? Or you probably are on Facebook and not listening to this podcast, and you're just like, what? Uh, but I am trying to get on Facebook. I do have an account that I made. For against the current uh but i just haven't used it yet so i work we'll be working on that uh, just trying i'm just trying to you know figure it out i don't know, it's just, it's just, all the social media platforms are so different why can't they all just you know combine into one and just make it so much easier for me but no i gotta figure out the whole new gist in the flow and the <sighs> i'm working on it I'll, I'll be on there soon you'll know when i'm on there because You'll just know. But anyway, um, so the first question is, what are you most excited about about Season 3? What aspect of it are you excited about with no spoilers? And so Dallas said the things that he's most excited about is spoilery, so we can't say it. So that's interesting. Keep an eye out for that. My ears perked up as a nerd. I went, what? Now I have to know what you said. Uh, or you were thinking. But um, So he said the thing that he's most excited about is the feeding of the 5,000. Um, he said that he's very excited about that. And I'm excited about that too because I've already got my reservation kind of maybe um if time allows and if the chosen allows if they don't say well um sorry you're canceled no i think that'll be good uh he also says that another thing he's most excited about is simon and eden's relationship in in season three he said they're going to get a lot more screen time and that's good too no as well um and then the second question was once the sound stage are finished, can you film more quickly? And he says, yes, because that was already answered to he just said earlier. And uh, the third question is, after the feeding of the 5,000, what will be the next big crowd event? And Dallas said, probably there's not going to be another crowd event, which is interesting. And he thought about maybe premiering an episode in the stadium or something, which would be cool as well. Uh, so uh, the next there will not be another big crowd event probably, which is interesting because it doesn't okay yeah like that would be huh a not bit another big crowd event where the fans can pitch in and yeah so interesting yeah i keep i keep saying that but I, it's interesting um another question was how do you make everything in the scene so fresh and impactful when you do when the actors have to do it multiple times you have to do multiple takes and he said i mean that's just what the job is like acting uh, he doesn't really know how the actors do it. They just, you know, do it. And the actors are so passionate about what they do. Yeah, you guys watch the live stream. Um, but, I mean, yeah, the, the chosen cast and crew are also devoted and invested in the project. And it's really incredible, like the work that they're doing on the level that they're doing. It. It's really cool. Uh, I think they deserve more love and attention than they get. And that's why, they, you know, it's great when they get exposure like this on a live stream. On a uh call not a call no they're not calling they're all in the same room it's crazy um um uh, when they're all together you know they it's nice to see them get some exposure because they do all do a lot of hard work um so that's cool um and he said and then the fifth question was what is the one thing that has changed in him dallas personally uh, by doing this show and dallas says that it's more about the relationships uh, and that you just saw in the video, he, he, he didn't really, you know, elaborate on that. And they talked to Suman, 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 uh, I don't know how to say that name. I'm sorry, it's Sue, um, I'm sorry if I pronounced name wrong, but she says that everyone does. So I'm justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, my savior. Um, so she's, she talks about her brother and how her brother brought her to the show. Uh, now she's part of the social media team, which, huh. Dream come true. Stop stealing my job. Um. He talks about her brother. She talks about how her grandparents watched his Christmas special. They wanted her to be a doctor. You know, her own family experience. Uh, so that was cool. And then we have the fifth. or not the fifth. I just said the fifth. I can't count. Uh, the sixth and final question. What is your favorite and least favorite part of making the show? Uh, Dallas said he loves having made a season, not as much making it based off of something that his father said. Uh, his favorite part is making it. He also loves to work with the people themselves. Like that's his favorite part. His least favorite part is writing and like finding the focus and uh, time is hard for him and the least favorite part of the process. Now as someone who I make little, you know, short videos with my friends, nothing that I would be willing to show any of you, but stuff, that I mean, I have, I do have, you know, I do know somewhat of what he's talking about and I definitely related to a lot of what he's saying and I thought it was very true what he said. He likes having made a show, not actually making it himself. Which I'm a little bit different, actually, thinking about that. I was like, okay, does that apply to me in any way? You know, in my own experience with writing stuff and, and filming stuff. I even, I've done stuff in the realm of stop motion as well as for years. Since I was like, I don't know, maybe seven or, not seven or eight. Like, yeah, seven to ten years. I mean, I've been doing stop motion and stuff. And I've, I've always been interested in making movies. My brother and I would just film Stuff randomly. So, uh, and now I'm having like trying to get a structure, write things, learn all that I can about filmmaking, try to actually finish something. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I do know a little bit of what he's talking about. Um, writing is a pain. But having looked back on something and said, hey, I made this art piece of art because mo- um, movies are art, uh, looking back and say, hey, I made this is much more fun than actually doing it myself. But I do long for the days of because Kathleen Kennedy, she's a uh, uh, nobody. really likes her nowadays, but she was a longtime producer at like Lucasfilm and 20th Century Fox. She helped with like Star Wars, Back to the Future, a lot of some Spielberg stuff, Spielberg stuff, George Lucas stuff. Uh, she's been a producer in the in the industry for a while now. Again, nobody really likes her nowadays. That's because she's an evil woman. But uh, that's just another story for another day. She, uh, she once said something that stuck out to me, and I think is very true. She said uh, that George, she's talking about George Lucas. She said if he doesn't get, if he's not on set filming something for a while, then he sort of he thinks that all creative people just kind of get this itch in themselves, where they're, where if they don't go doing something, they they just like go insane, which I definitely think relates to me as well. Like if I'm not out there, you know, making something. Uh, project and a piece of media, then uh, I start to get the itch. And I start to not be able to live with myself. Uh, I think that's very true. So, might be a little bit of what he's talking about. So, he talked about the controversy that some people have been trying to unmask the chosen, and I have actually seen some of these. You guys probably have seen some of these too. These videos where people are like, uh, "The show is like Satan in disguise, and it's the devil, and it's it's." I've seen some of these. Yeah. Uh, claiming the show is like Mormon, and uh, I mean we know we know Daryl is a Mormon, so some people try to claim is trying to lead people away from God. But um, I saw someone like I saw this one video. I didn't finish watching it because I had better things to do with my time. Uh, but there was a, it was like fifty minutes long. So, you know, this guy was like the chosen is uh, is like uh, uh, mm, I forget. And I read an articles too, like people are just like skeptical but um yeah no other conspiracy theories it's like you know you never think there'd be conspiracy theories about this kind of thing but there is (laughs) just because you know if 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 enough people get exposed to something then it's gonna have lots of different people talking about it you know what i mean it's uh, Uh, the humans are weird um so uh he in dallas doesn't you know get annoyed by these and stuff and you know always when they post these post the uh negative the hate comments of people when they post them and everyone's oh dallas you know their show is great blah, blah, blah. like he knows that you know okay that's i mean I'm, again like, like he said i'm not bashing anyone for doing that that's great you know show your love for the chosen show your chosen pride um but like i mean yeah they know that they they're, they're not doing it just to, to get affirmation from their fans like Oh, did they, they said this, um, yeah, it's great, yeah, uh, complimenting is great, I feel like I'm, like, bashing these people, ha, you said that you think the Chosen is great, Uh, he already knows that, you shouldn't have said that, Tommy, uh, but no, that's not what I'm saying, so, sorry to, if I offended anyone, but, yeah, they already know that, that's why I like to kind of poke fun at him when he posts those things, but, um, all right he did he talked about the controversy and then he talks about and he shows all of the people on the chosen crew and yes i did write them down no i'm not kidding and yes i'm going to read them off <laughs> wow um so all right uh, my brain is getting ready it's 11.03 p.m where i am right now and it's i've got school tomorrow so <sighs> hunker down everyone here we go so first up we have uh no wait I just lost my place. All right. Uh, first off, we have Brad. And he's make sure here to make sure that no one's getting spread thin. You know, uh, everyone's doing what they're supposed to, which it seems like it is for a lot of people on here. Everyone just kind of does a lot of everything, it seems like, on here. They're like, he's like, all right, this is um, uh, so-and-so, and she's, uh, what do you do? What is my official title? I don't really have an official. Like, none of these people have official titles. They're just like, oh, and uh, what I do is, um, I, uh, what's my title? Like, it's... <laughs> it's like <laughs> they all just do everything it's just crazy it's like wow okay um which is great i'm not i'm not again i'm not like criticizing people <laughs> no title uh but they do i mean it's great you know because they're all like you know just helping each other out and doing everything so that's great you know team morale Woo-hoo. um so then we have julie's she does she's a quote-unquote official though not really because nobody really has an official title here on the chosen team uh is chief of staff so she's like the, the head person kind of maybe uh and then jo- jody is the assistant to julie kind of and then um we have galibe i think that's his name Galibé is project manager so he makes sure that things get done and everyone's doing what they're supposed to which again is kind of like brad before but probably not uh and then jenny is the photo savant she just dines the memes and like writes the captions for the social media and stuff Uh, which I, okay, so that's, I've been wondering who did that because I was thinking that too. I was like, this person just has, whoever writes these captions for The Chosen just has the same like dry, sarcastic, like witty sense of humor that Dallas does. But it's, you can tell it's not Dallas because some people have the common misconception that Dallas runs The Chosen TV series, uh, and The Chosen, uh, social media accounts, which he doesn't. That's why he has his own Instagram account and stuff like that. Um, but they just kind of have the same vein of witty personality, so I was like, "Who does like that's obviously not anyone that we've seen before because I haven't had a huge exposure to the people on the shows and teams." So I was like, "That's not anyone who I've seen before. Who is it?" So Jenny, shout out to you. I've I've really enjoyed those captions and stuff. I was just like, "These are perfect." Like he said, "It's photo savant." I don't know what savant means. I've never heard that before, uh, but that's what she is apparently. So. Uh, Chris is the -the behind-the-scenes shooter and editor. Cool. We love our editors. Uh, I I know editing stuff myself. I'm kind of like all these people, except not on not nearly as big of a scale for nearly as many things. Um, But, you know, I kind of know some sense of what they're talking about. And I'm like, Colin, teach me. I will be be my Mr. Miyagi, and I will be your karate kid. Uh, Teach me to wax on and wax off of... Of video setup for live streaming because I really struggle. Like it's 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 a lot. Raise your hand if you remember when I tried to do a live stream and it failed utterly. Probably like two of you. Uh, oh, that was a bad day. Um, so I need Colin to teach me, but he won't because he won't return my texts. I'm just kidding. I don't text Colin. Oh, I don't. I totally don't. Pester them all every day to notice me repeatedly. That's not what I do. <laughs> anyway, Um. so we have Galibe, uh, Jenny, behind-the-scenes Tutor Jeremiah is the chief of brand. They call him the brand poobah. Uh, he kind of, like, controls brand stuff, I guess. And then Catherine is a producer of special projects. And then she does, like, the theatrical release of the Christmas special. Then She did the Christmas special. And then Bob is the gifts guru. Not really clear on what he does exactly, but... He worked for VeggieTales, so that's cool. Uh, then we have Sheila, is the project manager of with special projects, so she books flights and handles things and like helps Catherine, I think. Uh, then Stephen helps Stephen helps things, I guess. I don't know. I, I forget what he, they said he does, but uh, he makes art and design. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so he makes the art and designs things. So that's cool. He. They make some pretty cool posters. I like these on the big ones, you know what I mean? And then Larissa is on the social media team. She plans things, schedules things. She says they post 15 things across all of their social media accounts every day, which is a nightmare because I can barely keep up with posting one like every day or two. So that's pretty cool. Well, I don't have a whole team behind me, but my lawyers are working on that. I mean, what? I didn't say anything. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't have lawyers or a team. I'm not working on getting a team, so if the chosen will, I I will be the official chosen podcast, and maybe you know they'll work they'll work for me, but no, that won't happen. (laughs) Um, so where was I? Larissa, she she does the TikTok. She's doing this stuff with TikTok. Twenty twenty two is upping the ante with the TikTok. They're gonna um do some, (laughs) some chosen dances. (laughs) Oof. Uh, I'm having a little bit too much fun with that. Oh, my mind just oh, uh, never mind. I forget I said anything. Um, so Mac is the second person. Uh, Mac, I have an interesting relationship with her. Um, she's like the the second person to come onto the team. The first person ever was someone who I forgot the name of. Sorry. Uh, she like helps. She helps organize. She's the project manager and coordinator of social media. She's the communications director. Everything goes through her. And then we have Adam. I have a hair in my mouth. Um, Adam is the COO. His life has been transformed by the chosen. He makes sure things are done correctly, done right, which it seems like five people have the same job. Uh, and he makes sure employees are cared for. and He has a really great heart, according to Dallas, uh, which he's a very reliable source for information, so that's good. He's the behind the scenes producer, live stream producer. Oh, Colin! Colin! Colin is last. No, he's not last. There's like Brad is last. So wait, Colin. But he was the one who I was most interested in because the fable Colin. This was more fan service in a live stream, and the most excited I've ever gotten in any live stream ever. I'm just kidding. Probably not. But um, like he's the guy you always hear Colin. Every live stream is like Colin. Can I do this? Colin. 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 Uh, so I was just like, who is this Colin? I need to know. The fabled Colin and the elusive... He's like Bigfoot. I can't ever find him. And so I'm just like, okay, Colin, here he is finally stepping into the limelight and getting the recognition that he deserves because I feel his pain. Oh, probably more than he does because, you know, he's he's got it all made. Whereas I have my little, like, I'm looking at my camera right now. And I'm just like, I tried to use you tonight, but you didn't want to work for me. So, um, you know, technology is... uh. I feel like I have kind of a love-hate relationship. That's much people do use technology because it sometimes it works, but times it doesn't for no other reason than just because it's difficult. It's like people. Um, so, Colin has finally been on camera and I'm so happy because we finally got to meet him and he seems like a cool guy. He seems like a classic editor man thing um, who, you know, knows how to work technology. I know a guy like Colin. I actually was like, he reminds me of Someone that I know who also is is really good with cameras and technology stuff. So that that was cool. Colin, finally getting the recognition that he deserves the praise. He Colin, hashtag. Uh, I was going to think of a cool hashtag, but I didn't think of one. So never mind. No hashtag. Um, so Colin, then we have – he's known Dallas for like 11 years, which is cool. Uh, see, it's not eh, – I heard this once and I thought it was very true. In the industry of media – It's not who you know. It's Wait, I got that mixed up. It's not what you know, it's who you know that really helps you drive forward. And that's really true. Your roots, your connections to other people. Like, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who worked on a Disney animated TV show. It was like the main guy who edited it up. Um, So, like, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. But, you get the idea. Like, think about it. It makes sense. Um, Brad is... Oh, wait. Okay, so then we have Brad. Uh, Brad is the guy who made the season two set happen. He was the guy who called and was like, hey, you should do this. You should be making The Chosen like your main priority right now to the church that um, almost was like no to The Chosen because, I don't know, I guess they're mean. Um, and then Daryl Eves is the executive producer. We've known him. We've seen him before. He's, he's a classic familiar face on The Chosen. Uh, him and Dallas are joined at the hip. They've been best friends. They're best buds, and they help with the show. Um, so, or no, D- Daryl helps with the show, and they ended with their classic, it's not your job to feed the 5,000, it's only to provide the loaves and fish, and that is our job, to provide the loaves and fish, that is. Um, that's what we do, we're just providing our loaves and fish to help the show, and uh, I think this was a pretty good live stream, I really liked it, I enjoyed it. Finally got to meet most of the Chosen cast, like, that's that's pretty sweet, because they, again, they don't get too much uh, recognition on here, because uh dallas is kind of at the forefront which is not a bad thing actually it's not like oh dallas he's he's so narcissistic it's more like um he's just like the spokesman yeah like exactly so that was fun to see all these people um fun to meet them although we didn't meet them meet them we just kind of learn their names learn what they do learn their personalities kind of got a little taste uh so that was fun as it's nice to do these shows in live streams. Hang out when you know that other fans are watching with you. Uh, so that's fun. So, yeah, that'll just about wrap it up for this episode. It's a pretty long one as compared to other episodes of the podcast, of this podcast. <laughs> you don't know how many other podcasts I have to Um So... Oh gee, Yeah, I just better wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back if you did. Uh, I don't know. I actually, I haven't posted yet. I don't know how many people have tuned back in. Maybe you guys didn't. Maybe you're just like, yeah, too old, too late, too, too little, too late. I'm not checking back in. Uh, but hopefully you did because that would be great, and I would really appreciate that. Because you know, I care about you guys. I want you to give you guys quality content that you can listen to my opinions on things um, because I'm me. And I have opinions I think need to be shared with the world in the form of a podcast. And uh, that's kind of what podcasts are all about. So thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of the journey of Against the Corona, The Chosen Podcast. And thank you for being a part of the journey of The Chosen as well. And if you're a part of The Chosen team, then an extra thank you to you. Not to like put The Chosen people on a pedestal above everyone else uh, because we're all equally bad in our sin against God. But um. Kind of an odd way to put it, I know, but um, I don't really care. Uh, so, I yeah, I really like this live stream. I really like the show, The Chosen. And I like you because you listened. And it means a lot. So, uh, see you guys next week. Nope, not next week. See you guys next time I release an episode, whenever that may be. And uh, bye. See you guys later.